Is Halloween the best holiday of the year? We answer that question and more on a very special, very spooky episode of Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about uh, movies, TV shows, comics, Dunes, Halloweens, uh, uh, Sand, uh, the, the whitest boy in all of the land, Space Jesus. Uh, we're going to talk about all of that to, today. Um, but uh, before we get into any of that, to do this very special, this is technically our Halloween episode. We are going to talk about Doom, but this is technically our Halloween episode. Uh, with me today is not just the incredible Roxy Stryer, who's with me every week. But also the the entirety of the world girls. The whole if you're not from, you've heard Roxy talk about them week in and week out. I'm sure you you frequent their channel. Say say hi to the kids at home. That's you guys. Say That's, hi. Say hi. Hello, hey, whirlers. No, DJ. I've been want. Uh, Rox talks about you how you're like the greatest person, and the show is. I awesome. do say that, DJ. You really do. Thank you. And then when I got to, I've gotten to meet you a few times at these screenings, Mike. This guy rocks. So thanks for having us. It's that's it's, true. And and you know, Roxy doesn't really like people as much, but she loves you. No, I'm kidding. Kind of true. <laughs> I was gonna no, say that that surprised me because it's like y'all. of of the of the two of us, you normally I'm, I'm the cranky one. <laughs> I I kind of like cranky DJ though. Like when Good. I I like when I think we're at our best DJ when both you and I don't love a movie, but we don't want to talk about how much we don't love the movie, so we kind of skirt around and are like, "Well, maybe I was in the bad mood today." Mm-hmm. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> what did your Halloween discussion look like? Because the last time we saw DJ, we were talking about was after we saw Halloween Kills. Yeah, we just saw we just seen Halloween Kills, and um, uh, and Roxy admitted that she liked it. However, uh, she shared some of my criticisms. Yes, yes, it was not good, and I liked it anyway. <laughs> Let me go. By the way, DJ, every time that you start the show, and I don't know why I've never told you this, when you say "we are" and then "here," mm-hmm. it, do you know you do it to the same tune as "we are farmers." I did. Yep. I did not know that. I think it's a little vocal tick I have. I guess it's a banger. Totally. Mm-hmm. So anyway, for those just uh, welcome to the show. Those just listening, uh, uh, you can find us on iTunes. You're listening to us. I don't need to tell you where you can find us. But if you would like to see the whole show every week, we put out an hour episode. But there's the two hour show that we do. We record every Friday live at 10 a.m., which you can be a part of at Patreon.com/slash/OnlyStupidAnswers. If you're listening to this on iTunes, please give us a five-star review. We need it. Um, and uh, on if you listen on Spotify, every week we we're able to ask you a question. Last week was, what was your favorite reveal at DC Fandom? And Wazalewski answered, don't know if it was a reveal, but I'm excited that Young Justice Phantoms is out now. And Baltazar uh, seconds that. He's also excited uh, about the new Young Justice episodes. Now, uh, Roxy, of course, you did your full... Uh, DC fandom stream with the DC movie news. Stefan Drina, did you did you pay attention to DC fandom at all? Yeah, I, I watched uh, most of. I watched a lot of it, probably like or an hour and a half of it. I know it's oh four gosh, hours, yeah. so I feel, I feel yes. like that was a lot for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched all the trailers. Yes, um, and I really liked it. Like, there's a lot that DC is doing right now that I'm enjoying. I, I, I'm sure Darina saw the Harley Quinn trailer. I know she likes that show as much as I do. 
Yeah, I mean, I I'm feel I, I always say this, I feel old. I don't want to watch trailers anymore because I just want to watch the thing. Yeah. And so if I don't have to watch a trailer for work, I prefer not to watch it. And I actually kind of skimmed through the Batman trailer and then they, they actually played it before Dune last night. So I was like, <laughs> all right, I'd rather watch it on the big screen. That's fine. And you turn to us, you're like, emo Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Totally. That's it's. Uh, I hope it's more goth than emo. You know, uh, prefer that music. So we'll yeah. see. Oh no! It's like you know. I hope it's not emo Peter Parker all over again. Oh no. yeah. I, I don't unless he dances. It. You want to see our bats dance in emo yes. the Batman? Oh no, Roxy, dude. you don't. In bad you prince. don't want that. For some reason, I can't explain it. I don't. I do not. Nope. So uh, uh, all that was all uh, very exciting. If you want, you can go back and listen to the uh, DC Fandom episode we did with Jay Washington. That was a really great discussion. Before we get into other stuff, uh, update on Hellbent. The comics are being shipped to my house so that I can ship them to your houses. So that means uh, uh, if you have not filled out your backer kit survey, uh, for the love of God, fucking fill that shit out, or else I won't be able to ship it to you. So it's kind of it's kind of a big deal. Um, most of you have. There's some still holdouts, so get on that. And also, if you've moved or for any reason you'd like to update your address, you can do that up to uh, next Friday, October 29th. That is when I will lock shipping addresses because that's when I'm going to start shipping stuff out. So uh, uh, I told Steph and D about this. I told them about your comic that he was doing with Jaina. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want it. That's so cool. I'll have extra copies next time we hang out. I'll make sure to bring extra ones. It's- so awesome i think that is so cool that you've created something like or seeing it actually i hope it blows up thank you thank you right now i just hope that it arrive i've been having some delivery issues with the post office stuff and so right now i just want it to arrive the post office i hate the post i have (laughs) like that is my number one corporation like d's trying to take down amazon Mm -hmm. and step with facebook and i i hate the post office (laughs) yeah i just i just wanted to uh work again that's what i would i would like but the you know what another story for another day just hopefully everything arrives and then when i ship it out it goes to where it's supposed to uh fingers crossed whatever divine entity uh you uh serve put in a good word for us um finally we're starting a new uh patreon show exclusively to patreon.com slash only stupid answers uh my buddy sal from comic op comic pop and i are going through every spider-man movie leading up to no way home because it looks like every spider-man ever is going to be in that movie we started with uh, the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire, uh, Spider-Man t- 2002. That episode's going to drop this Wednesday, only on Patreon. Um, and that's actually going to be two episodes. Uh, uh, part one is is going to be this week. Part two is going to be next week. And we'll do I'm Spider-Man so 2. I'm nervous for you, DJ, because you have the hottest Spider-Man takes that I have ever heard in my life. Listen, like, I'm a big Spider-Man say one, fan. Say one. I think, say, say a hot take. I think Spider-Man 3, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 3, is better than every live-action Spider-Man that's come since. <laughs> ah, but so like better than any of the Tom Holland or I think, Andrew Garfield. I think Tom Holland is possibly the best Spider-Man, Peter Parker Spider-Man we've ever gotten. Heard? I would okay. argue that his movies are not Spider-Man movies, they're Iron Man movies. And so I think that huh. they're fine, they're good. I just think Spider-Man 3, for all its flaws, and it has many, uh, is more dedicated to the themes and the characters of Spider-Man than those movies. So in my opinion, I enjoy it more, even though it's definitely the weakest of the original Spider-Man trilogy. 
Wow. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. It does not have Michael Keaton though. It does not. It does not. And he is great. He's 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 very he's very cool. So but enough about all of that. All three of you have formed a group, a team, a super team, your own Avengers, the World Girls. For those that might not be familiar, talk about the World Girls for a minute. Where can they uh, find your stuff? What are you doing? What's been some of the favorite stuff you've done? Because you've been doing it for two years? 18 months. It, okay. Yeah. And um, and it's feel, felt like it's, forever. It seems like, it seems like longer than two years. It's interesting. Yeah. That was the yeah. most motherly way of answering that. Like, you know, when moms are like, how old's your kid? And they're like, 38 months. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I okay, you can round. I mean. What do I say? A year and a half? Because 18 months, that does sound strange. Like, it is our baby. So I guess. <laughs> it is. I'm with it. We get up to 24 months in saying the months, right? You get to say months for up to two years of having a baby. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. What What is our elevator pitch, D? <laughs> uh, and the Mexican does not know what an elevator pitch is. Uh, but uh, I think... <laughs> Uh, they always throw these it, these random these random idioms at me, and I have no idea what they're talking about. But um, look, Aww. we are we we are three women who give things a whirl, literally, and that means that we try anything. And you have the try guys, and you have jackass, and you have all these dudes trying things, and it's time for women to do that. And Agreed. also, I think the three of us are very different from each other. Uh, we have we we have incredibly different backgrounds. Uh, we got a Jew, a Mexican. Uh, Steph is a mutt from everywhere. She's Japanese. They found me at the dog pound. Wow, exactly. You're yeah, yeah. So the dogs so, don't uh, shop, you know. And I got <laughs> exactly. I got into a home. <laughs> but look at her. How could you not take her home? Uh, true. True. No, yeah. it's true. You uh, hang out with your chewy shirt on is just an incredible. I well, I'm hairy like Chewbacca because I'm a Middle Eastern Japanese. But like Dee was saying, we're all very different cultural backgrounds. So what's different from us from what we've seen before of people trying things, which is cool because we all want to try experiences and what's better than trying with three of your favorite people on earth. But we also are super involved with our cultures and wanting to learn and respect other people's cultures because that's a cool ass experience. So the we're able to tie that into what we hope to do in the future. Like I want to get these two in sumo wrestling in Japan sometime soon. Very soon. <laughs> <laughs> very very soon hopefully now dj did ask what's uh one of the biggest or favorite things we've done and that's hard because we have actually given quite a lot a whirl but uh because it's october we recently went to horror nights so that yeah. was one of my favorite things we did because we got to hear steph scream and run away from a wolf so that was really fun well because steph you're not the, the you're from what i remember not a big horror person Oh, from what DJ remembers, I leave Halloween Kills. I'm like, that was the worst experience of my life. No, I'm not a big horror person. I don't like being scared. Uh, but we made an oath to give anything a whirl. So if they want, if we two thirds vote says we're doing it, we're doing it. So with that in mind, has there been a moment for each of you where you're like, oh no, like th this was a mistake? <laughs> oh my gosh, sushi. Wait, sushi for you? No, no. Okay. We well, it was a sushi mukbang. So we ate a hundred pieces. pieces. Oh my god! And it was. I at one point DJ stepped outside. Steph ran outside to vom, and I stepped outside because I was having some weird like shake delusion. <laughs> she was like this, shaking back and forth. 
you're not supposed to have that many pieces of sushi. Yeah, it, it makes me think of those when, if you go to like a steakhouse in the Midwest and like if you can eat our 50 pound steak, you get it for free, and you're like, <laughs> or not? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have to. Yeah, I think exactly. I, I think the Six Flags one where we uh, if you didn't pass out, you weren't a world girl. We had a lot. Uh, we had a, a fainting episode. Uh, where just it was 105 degrees yep. at Six Flags. We went in like such rookies. We didn't have any of those like front of the line, pet, nothing. And we it, we were there for like five hours before we got on our first ride. Oh, it was shit. so fucking hot. I had to lay down and like nod off. Steph straight up fainted to the ground in the locker room. It was that was wild. So you with my I eyes was the open. only world girl that did not faint. <laughs> And I, we literally saw Steph's soul leave her body. Yeah, I'm not joking. That was it. Was wild. it was quite the yeah, yeah. I'm happy you're back, Steph. We don't know if it's actually you, but no, this is my tethered. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> me. Yeah, so you might not. Yeah, you might not be happy to realize what happens next. But yeah, we've everything we've done. We talk about this all the time. It's like every episode we do, we're like. That was my favorite. And then it keeps happening. <laughs> yeah, what did we just do? That was but whatever we just did was my favorite episode. Four nights. No, right back right before that. I said Haunted this was my favorite. Dominoes. Dominoes. I thought that that one was sick. Yeah. We felt so accomplished. We made our logo DJ with a thousand dominoes. And it was so hard. When's the last time you set up dominoes standing up? Like, have you ever made a design with dominoes? Uh, it was it's been years. Decades, maybe. What would you give a whirl with us, DJ? What would I? Yeah, yeah I'd have like, to know it... what you. What, I I'm open. What you I don't... are? You could eat weird. What something we go with somewhere yeah. weird? You could be in pain. What's something you would want to actually like give a whirl that you've never done, and then we do it with you? That's true. <sighs> There's so many things I haven't done. I would probably not want to do eat weird things. Uh, mm. But other than that, I feel like I'm pretty open. But that's maybe not true. Who, who's have to say? Been skydiving? Oh boy, I have not, and I would not want. I do not. Okay. I I don't. Uh, I don't want to jump out of a perfectly good plane. <laughs> <laughs> You do it if it was going down. If it was going down, no other options. Listen, you know, you you uh, you don't have any other options. What are you going to do? Um, yeah, skydiving. Our our friend Sam uh, is a big proponent of skydiving, uh, and I, I have trouble fathoming that and bungee jumping. Like, oh my, why? I think I have. I've been thinking about those two lately: bungee jumping and skydiving, because I want to do something with them, like where we just push the limits further. And I thought that I would rather do bungee jumping, but I actually think I would rather skydive. Bungee jumping seems scarier to me. I don't know if bungee jumping seems scarier to me, but it does seem like it would fuck up your back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these two, I can't afford to have back issues. As he said that, I was like, straighten up, Prox, straighten (laughs) up. These two are already... We're already messed up, and yeah, no, it's uh, Steph is the only one that's actually any like a little bit athletic and actually like you know has a body that works, whereas Roxy and I are already broken. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, so maybe not bungee jumping. You know what's weird, and I don't know that I would do any of them, but um, um, uh, base jumping. Even though in a, in a, so base jumping is instead of jumping out of a plane, you jump off of like uh, a, a cliff or some other high platform and you've got like a wingsuit and then you have the parachute. And even though intellectually, I know it is significantly more dangerous, 
looking at it, it fe- it feels like, oh, maybe I could do that. Even though I know, like, well, but then you should just skydive because that's actually safer, you idiot. Yeah. Why is it safer? <laughs> I think because you have more time to pull your chute. Base jumping, it's literally, like, you and then the ground. Like, there's not a lot of, like... Or as a plane, you're way up. You've got time with yeah. shoots and all that stuff. And then, you know, you probably, I mean, you probably do training for any of them. Whereas base jumping, it's the the distance between you and the ground, while still high, is significantly shorter. Mm. I don't know. Bungee jumping terrifies me more than skydiving because you can actually see the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Either of those scare me. Cockroaches scare me. Cockroaches? Uh, yeah, I don't, but bugs, bugs I'm fine with. I don't, uh, classic, like, no. bug in the house. I'm the one that's taking care of it. But you know, <laughs> oh, everyone needs a DJ in the house. What a man! Yeah. What a man, DJ! <laughs> what a man! What a man! What yeah. a man! I'm taking man, care of the man. bugs. Uh, just it's just the way it is. So, for, where uh, uh, remind everybody real quick before we go on the rest of the show, where if they want to find your stuff, where do they go? Well, that's important. That's a, something that we should add to our elevator pitch, which D is just a pitch that you could give in the length of time of an elevator. So you did it perfectly, my dude. Yeah. Oh, sweet. It's youtube.com slash the world girls. We are live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Every Sunday at 7 p.m. We're also all over the social medias at the world girls, except on Instagram. We're at world girls WAP. We're working on it, but we're we've kind of fallen in love. We've, we've fallen in love with the handle, but we are working on getting it at the World Girls Everywhere. So find us. We are new to TikTok, and we've been kind of loving it over there. Yeah, you guys, like, uh, 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 one, of, one of these wow. days, somebody's going to have to explain TikTok to me. I'll give that a roll. I'll give TikTok a roll. This is literally the safest option. You're going <laughs> to learn TikTok. TikTok dances? I can, DJ, you got to learn the dances, and you got to uh. like... I, I can't picture you being a, a TikToker. It, but that's the point. You got to do stuff, yeah. right? That's if I'm understanding the elevator pitch of World Girls, you got to be willing to give stuff a world that might not be zone. get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, we actually did when I was at SourceFed. One of the first things I did with them is they had a show called Comfort Zone, which was them getting out of their comfort zone. And they did. Who was on it? Um, uh, so it was the. Uh, There's a few different ones, but um, Steve and Trisha went hmm. to uh, Epic Meal Time to to make a meal, um, and that is uh, the, one of my favorite uh, shoots that I was at on for SourceFed, and it's definitely one of my favorite edits. I think I did a very good job editing that video to pat myself. What's on Epic Meal Time? Epic Meal Time. Is basically they they like uh let's make a cake out of burgers. That's not one, but you get the idea. Like we're basically making the biggest, uh, uh, most calorie filled meals possible. Um, and they were uh, huge back in the day. I don't know how they're doing now, but at the time we filmed there, there was it was a big deal. And it was I want to really do that. Shoot. So yeah. So wow. next we are going to go into. We've all seen Dune. We all went to the big screen, saw Dune, let it let it filter into our eyes. But before we talk about that, we are going to cut to an ad break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Like I said before the break, 
we've all seen Dune. And this is going to be our spoiler-free thoughts. If you want Roxy and I's spoiler thoughts, you can check that out at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. That's where we're going to do a full spoiler breakdown. But this is spoiler-free. Roxy, let's start with you. Spoiler-free thoughts, Dune. I loved this movie. I think that I was... No matter what, I was going to be such a sucker for this film because the way that it looked, it trumps anything. Uh, I got to find a new word other than Trump. I use that way too much in my daily vocab. And it's been kind of, it's kind of been poisoned, right? Like it works. It's a functional word, but it's just like, I don't want to say that. Yeah. Maybe trounces. Trounce. The way it looks trounces everything else. It's just so beautiful and incredible and my sci-fi loving mind just keeps watching things and thinking like how's that work well how's this happening and they i i think that they did a phenomenal job the performances are really solid too so that helps a lot and i happen to love the story despite it not being the most complete of stories i love where they were going with it and i'm super excited for if something comes next, what that thing is. So I kind of looked at this more like a, a first few chapters of a book mm-hmm. and that book happened to really work for me. So D before we were doing the, uh, the show, before we started recording, you mentioned that, that you were a big fan of it. It, it seemed like you'd read the book. Yeah, so um, I think I'm the biggest sci-fi nerd of the group here. Uh, like sci-fi and horror, are basically my my genres that I grew up with as a as a child. Blade Runner is my favorite movie of all time, uh, and 2001 is up there too. So um, I was super excited for this movie because um, I think uh, Frank Herbert's novel is such a difficult novel to adapt to screen because it's so dense, it's so metaphorical, it's it's just, uh, it, it's not easy, you know? And so I was curious what Denis was gonna come up with. Uh, I liked the David Lynch movie as a kid, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Sting was half naked in it. I enjoyed it. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, and also, by the way, if you haven't seen the documentary uh, Jodorowsky's Dune, it's amazing, highly recommend if you're into that stuff. Uh, what is but, it? Uh, it's basic. So uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky, I think it's Jodorowsky. Yeah, I don't. English, I need to look it up. I, I don't recognize it. Yeah, I don't know the proper way to pronounce it. Jodorowsky. Name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a, a director uh, who's, I believe, Chilean. He's South American, and he's famous for his really strange uh, visual movies from the seventies and eighties, like The Holy Mountain. Yeah, Holy and, Mountain's uh, great. El Topo is one of my favorite movies. Yes. I love El Topo. Amazing. Yeah. And so he I was have never heard do... of any of this stuff. El Topo, uh, in particular, it's it's a uh, it's a psychedelic. It's like an acid western, is the way I've heard it described. It's it's his movies are very psych- psychedelic. Um, Holy Mountain is even more so, and uh, yeah. Santa Sangria, I think, is also Santa uh, Sangria. Yeah. yeah, and that's it's that's kind of like his riff on Psycho, but there really is yeah. there's nobody quite like his movies there's no, nothing else quite like his movies so the idea of him doing something like dune is like really appealing <laughs> man yeah and dune so movie? he was so going he, to. he was going to make a dune movie that later became david lynch's dune yeah. oh. so he was working on it in like the late 70s early 80s but it just never happened and so that the, they made a documentary about that and it's amazing it's got a great score and everything so that's like the death of superman lives what happened absolutely yes exactly okay okay exactly. wow i didn't yeah. know this existed the more you know yeah, now you know now yeah. you know hmm. um so yeah so i was curious obviously i'm a huge fan of denis i think he's one of the most amazing directors currently working even if you don't like the stories in his movies he makes beautiful movies like as martin scorsese would say 
it's cinema. Mm-hmm. That is cinema. That is why I go to movies. I mean, I literally came out of the movie last night and I felt like El Pacino in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was like, what a picture. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, like Vin Diesel, a movie. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Steph. The movie. Those were exactly the best references to describe the two of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just to bring it back to Fast and the Furious franchise, yeah. not to play off the. While, while we're talking about cinema, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, we enjoyed the ninth. The ninth one was also mm-hmm. cinema. No. DJ, I love to be my goals so much. <laughs> <laughs> A movie. <laughs> no, but it's it's really. I mean. It, you know, I was worried that the script might be a little not not amazing or anything because being such a fan of Blade Runner, um, I love how subtle and poetic the dialogue is. So I saw some of that last night in Dune. I wish there was a little bit more. However, like that's I have like two complaints. It's just that, and then the fact that it is. It, it, it's weird because it's a long movie, but it went really fast for me because of the visual masterpiece that was in front of my eyes yeah. um, and the sound as well. Right. Similar like Blade Runner 2049, whatever you think of the story, it sounds and looks amazing. And so um, I think that they did a great job. The cast, the entire cast is fantastic. Like Rebecca Ferguson, I'm a, such a huge fan of her. She's, really she's, she's so incredible in that role. And uh, and and, you know, I, I've already seen people complain on Twitter about all the things as always and i think that frank herbert uh made made a book in and in a, a world that he built where you you know you have a cultural crises and a political crises and it's so hard to put that in in just a movie right which is why people have talked about making tv series yeah. or 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 th- or a trilogy or whatever but i think that with what they with with what they did i i'm very i'm very content and i want to see it again and it's just such a beautiful visual spectacle that um i think that this is hardcore sci-fi for for, for like the sci-fi nerds they're going to be happy because it's it's not in your face like every other superhero movie that we see where they explain every single plot line they they tell you the story through the visuals and the dialogue is all about the human condition and that is sci-fi right Mm -hmm. so i don't know what more you could ask for uh steph thoughts do spoiler free thoughts on dune Spoiler free. I think that it's stunning. It's immersive. It's it's cool. I just want to be no more about the world. I Rox and I talked about this. We left and we're like, we're going to need to see that a few more times because we're just not as smart as everybody else. Like we don't know everything that went down, but we do know we liked what went down. I think that in terms of like the best movies in the world are standalone great movies by themselves don't need anything else but i think that that's how we know movies to be but i think that the industry is really shifting and i think in a lot of ways dune the more i think about it can revolutionize the way we view movies it's a big risk to do part to say it's a part one but we are like a tv culture now i think tv is just like dunking on movies in a lot of ways and i think it's because of the way we're viewing things now we like more and we want more so i think that this could be potentially one of the greatest trilogies or whatever they want to make it by the setup so if i trust in that i'm it's not really a a bad thing to me anymore the more that i think about it but i i really really enjoyed it and i can't wait to see it like five more times very cool i it's interesting you talk about the um 
the TV, uh, the TV culture and stuff like that, because I, I, I enjoyed the movie. Like you all said, I think it's visually stunning. I think the performances are really good. Um, uh, I, I like the scale of it. I will say by the end, I was like, cause I know there's been a lot of hand wringing by, uh, Denis Villeneuve in particular about like seeing on the big screen. And by the end I was like, I could have watched this on HBO max. Like this felt, this felt like a pilot to me as opposed to like a movie. Like this felt like a, Hey, here's the beginning of an idea. Um, and so I, I couldn't help but feel like you could have told the story in one three hour movie. Like, because, uh, I looked it up and, um, uh, I think Fellowship of the Ring, the first of the Lord of the Rings trilogy is about 170,000 words. Dune, the first book is 180,000 words. Uh, so they're pretty close and there's a lot of like, in particular, there's a lot of times where Timothy Chalamet has visions that are basically, it's basically Thor's cave scene in Age of Ultron like five times where it's like, hey, in the next movie, hey, in the next movie. And at a certain point, I was like, mm. you could just do this. You could, instead of just telling me what's going to be in the next movie, you could just have it be in this movie. You could okay. just do the movie. <laughs> First of all, DJ, how dare you compare this to Age of Ultron? Let's not speak of that movie. I just uh, function narratively, <laughs> they function the same way. It's like, hey, stay tuned. And I think that was my biggest problem. This movie behaved, acted as if it was an old school Hollywood epic, but functionally, it's just a, it felt like it's just another product I'm being sold. Like we're, we've culturally, we're not, a, we, we, we've kind of stopped, especially big studio blockbusters, we've stopped telling stories and started selling franchises. And so instead of this movie telling me a story, it's selling me on the franchise of Dune. And it's like, just tell, just tell your goddamn story. Like, don't just don't worry about franchises. Don't worry about sequels. Don't worry. Just do tell a story. I mean, I get, I get your point. And I think that that's relevant to now, but I, I personally felt like I was watching a sci-fi movie from the 70s and 80s with new technology. Yeah. Right? Like like I felt like like 2001 is a long ass movie, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's a lot of exposition and and there's not very much dialogue and I think that a lot of audiences nowadays get sick of that. They think that movies are too long when when uh because they want everything explained to them like plot-wise and they want shorter movies, which is fine, but to me this is like a perfect sci-fi movie. I agree that it, it, it even though it went fast for me, the latter of the movie like the 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 second half, there's uh some action sequences there that I didn't feel maybe were as necessary, but I enjoyed it because it looked so good yeah. um but but i i i don't know like it, it's if they make two movies like if they make a sequel i'm happy to rewatch this like in one marathon viewing versus like lord of the rings which is like you know i i have a soft spot for them when i was like younger but you know they just kind of walk it's like clerks too oh my gosh Darina, no <laughs> i i hear what both of you guys are saying I think that with this movie, though, I can always tell when I get to the end of a movie if I feel like they told a story with a story arc because I either know it's going to end or I don't. If you're somebody who studies scripts at all, then if you are watching a movie and you're surprised that something ended, that's usually not a good sign because it means that it, it totally missed the mark somewhere and they they never entered into the third act and it ends and you're like, what? well, what the fuck just happened here? Mm-hmm. For this movie, I knew the second it was going to end. And I think that that was because while script-wise and plot-wise, 
it was not a complete story, which I don't want to give any spoilers about, but I can talk more about when we do our spoiler uh, review, DJ. Emotionally, I felt like it was, uh, uh, they had a three-act structure. with Interesting. And so I felt complete in the first chapters of this story, like we did have uh, a full we came character like yeah yeah without yeah. giving spoilers again like i i felt like we reached a point in, in in the journey of this emotionally that made sense for me to for us to be wrapping this up at the moment that we did yeah i'm kind of with you on that i just i feel like i i hear dj's point and i actually really agree with that in a lot of ways i'll be sitting in a theater and i'm just like i hate the business of movies nowadays and sometimes it's like really just disingenuous this one felt genuine to me like it felt like when they sat down like they were telling the story through the main character and like i with those flashbacks you mentioned I kind of liked being immersed in his story. So like, if we're going to really go with this person for a journey now for a few years, if this movie hopefully gets a sequel, then I'm glad we got that. Mm-hmm. And while that's banking on something, I am, I feel like that's going to ultimately pay off in a really strong, genuine way. And what are the chances you can't bank on that? I mean, yeah. what are the chances there's not a Dune 2? I would say zero, right? Well, I'm kind of shocked at the idea that it's even a question with all the clear money they spent on sets and cast. And it's like, why didn't you just shoot them back to back? Like, it feels like such yeah. a fucking waste of resources to just not, you, just just shoot it back to back. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's Avatar 2, 3, 4, and 5 in that bitch. Yeah. Because oh especially God. now with the, with the pandemic, it's like, what, is it going to be like three or four years until two? Like, what? Are, anyway, yeah. the, the general response is also very positive on Rotten Tomatoes as of this recording. It has an 85% score with an audience score of 94%. And the critics' oh, consensus Higher is... audience. That's yeah, it, it is early so i feel like a lot of the like really hyped people are getting in there that might level yeah. out it might not it might stay there um mm. uh uh critics say dune occasionally struggles with its unwieldy source material but those issues are largely overshadowed by the scope and ambition of this visually thrilling adaptation so those are our spoiler free thoughts on dune like i said earlier if you want the full spoiler breakdown uh you need to go to patreon gosh dang it uh and that's where we will talk about that there but right now we're going to cut to another ad break and then we're going to talk about halloween because it's spooky time everybody get excited When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I don't know why I did that as if it was the intro. We're we're back from our ad break is what I'm trying to say. Uh, And this week, (laughs) Halloween is coming up. And so let's talk about let's get spooky for a second and talk about Halloween. So uh, I want to ask you all, where are we? Everybody in the room, where are we on the Halloween scale? Do we love Halloween? Does anybody in here hate Halloween? Share your feelings on uh, the season. D. Look. It is the most wonderful time of the year. I don't disagree. 
it is uh, not technically my birthday, but I believe I was either conceived uh, uh, on Halloween night uh, because oh, not to overshare, but I have my period every full moon. So um, look, it is the happiest time of the year. I, I being the huge horror nerd that I am, I celebrate it starting in September because Christmas gets two months. Mm -hmm. So I feel like Halloween should also get two months. I'm so, totally fine with, I personally am not a big fan of Thanksgiving. So I'm a big fan yeah. of like, basically you know, Halloween and Christmas can like chop those up and, and, yeah. and, and split it between them. I'm totally, cause those are my two favorite holidays. I'm totally fine with that. Go for it. <laughs> I mean, look, you have the candy and the amazing music and the fall leaves and the horror movies, and you get to dress up however you want without judging anybody's sexiness or scariness. It's just, it's just a wonderful time. I got, I got my Halloween playlist playing every day from, uh, you know, from Thriller to Bauhaus to uh, Oingo Boingo. I'm, I'm very happy. This is the happiest I've seen, you, like they, these girls have ever seen me look. I'm so happy. <laughs> wow, D, could, your cheeks are gonna hurt. Yeah, you're just going after that smile. <laughs> oh, D, D, watching D in Halloween month is uh, brought. I think Roxy and I both great joy. It's well, she's bringing us along for the ride, DJ. Like, she not only did she take us to horror nights and hook it up with uh, front of skip the entire line passes. And we went on every single ride and did the whole thing, but she took us to this thing called delusion, which I was yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy hot. Yes. Steph ran into I, a wooden uh, hole. Concussion. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> she's so afraid, uh, but she's, she's been really bringing us along and, I am. I've always loved Halloween because I'm Jewish, so I don't get a Christmas. So like, this is my holiday season. <laughs> but I, I love it way more after I met Dee because she makes it more fun. And yeah, she considers this her birthday month. So we've been basically celebrating her birthday all month. Yeah, we've been going after it. I also think Halloween is a great check in with yourself of how far you've lost your connection to your inner child. Because if you are getting to a point where you don't want to dress up or eat candy or participate in any of the festivities, you're probably getting fucking boring. You know, it's like a good mental check-in of how fun you still are. I love this holiday. I like that. I like that, uh, that characterization of it. That's a good point. <laughs> So we've that got is a good point, Seth. So we've got yeah. some questions here from the Discord. Let's dive. Let's just dive right into them. Uh, so Leonard Kim in the Discord is excited about the World Girls OSA crossover, um, uh, and he asks if you could give any TV show or any movie a Halloween theme, what would it be, um, or, or what would those the TV show or movies be that you'd give a Halloween theme? Um, but he also wants to know, random thought, do you ever think about how we waste massive amounts of pumpkins trying to carve jack-o'-lanterns? And uh, my wife and I had a, she painted a pumpkin and I decided to carve a jack-o'-lantern and it lasted uh, all of two days and now it's now it's falling apart. So, DJ, how long did it take you to carve from beginning to end? Uh, probably about an hour. Oh my God, with the scrape out process? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, although, although, admittedly, uh, I did not do as well in the scrape out process as I thought I had. I thought I did really good, and then I carved in the pumpkin, and the little droopy tendrils were in there. So I did not. I was not as um, thorough as I thought I was. Guys, that gives me hope. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. We Rob thought it, thought it took hours. three hours. No, I mean, you maybe if you're good at it, but not for me. <laughs> oh. Did you just do like two squares and a mouth? 
No, I went a little bit more. Ambitious. I'll send a picture. I'll send. I'll, okay. I'll. I'll send a picture. The I. I was trying to go. I was trying to go for like a devil, right? But but like uh, I gave it like a big mustache and then like horns and a crown. And what I fucked up on is is it did have like the classic toothy pumpkin grin, but I did that last. Uh, and it was a good chunk of the pumpkin, and I was trying to carve out the mouth all in one piece, but that was very close to the mustache, which I'd already oh. done. And so uh, uh, parts of it started popping off. It was very yeah. frustrating. Um, and I think that's why it's falling apart quicker, because I kind of uh, structurally <laughs> secured it with like toothpicks, uh, which was yeah. good at the time. And now that it's kind of shriveling up, that's all kind of like falling apart. I'm you really sorry. That yeah. sounds very frustrating. Listen, we got a couple good pictures out of it. There was a few days out there um, uh, where we're sitting there. We had one of those like electric candles in it. And that was, I was thinking less about wasting the pumpkins and more about like, wait, this little candle takes three AAA batteries. What the fuck? Like, why am I wasting so many, so many batteries on this stupid candle? Well, going to the wasting of the pumpkin thing, I, I, I guess if you look at this like food, then it is wasting of the pumpkins. But for some reason, even though pumpkins are in like pumpkin pie, pumpkin bread, I don't look at it as an essential to live. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think of it as wasting it because a lot of people carve out their jack-o'-lanterns and have them for a month. Or like we did an episode for World Girls where we painted our jack-o'-lanterns or painted our pumpkins. And that's been outside. When did we do that? Two weeks ago? Yeah. And it's still there. Yeah. And, and they're rocking. And they look great. So- and you know what is wasteful? Christmas trees. You're literally cutting trees. You're killing trees to put it in your house and give them a slow, painful death until you throw them in the dumpster. That's all the point. That's wasteful. I will say with the painting, my wife painted a pumpkin last year, and it literally sat on our doorstep fine for almost a year. I want to say like 10 months. Uh, it, it, and then finally it fell apart. But it, it's, it just sat there perfectly, perfectly fine. What? Yeah. It's crazy. So wow. if you let them, those painted pumpkins will probably sit on your doorsteps for a long ass time. Let's do it. Let's have yeah. a pumpkin off. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not worried about wasting them, but there was a lot of questions in this one about the TV show uh, that and movie with the Halloween theme. Yeah. Yeah. If you could give, if you could give like a TV show or movie, like a Halloween theme, mm-hmm. which now that I think about the question, there's, I've got some questions. Leonard Kim is in the chat. Uh, if we could follow up a little bit. So are you saying a show that has its own like a Halloween theme song or like a Halloween themed episode or like if you could elaborate a little bit in the chat? Yeah, it's the was- opposite yesterday, DJ, and the World Girls last night on our, our show gave <laughs> Halloween themed things, not Halloween uh, themes. So like we did things like in Austin Powers theme instead and read Halloween type scripts. It was very fun. So this is a nice opposite question. It's opposite uh, day. Yeah. Steve, I what think, do you think it'd be fun to see like witcher characters next season have to go to like a Halloween ball mm-hmm. and like seeing how like that generation is like, Oh, she's slutty. <laughs> slutty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Cause I was thinking about, there's are a lot of shows, at least like my favorite shows of all time. Like Buffy definitely had like a bunch of Halloween yeah. episodes, right? Yeah. Like there's, there's a lot of shows that already did that, but um, we've been rewatching like the X-Files and like Battlestar Galactica. Cause I love them both. Mm-hmm. I feel like Battlestar Galactica needed a Halloween episode for sure. Cause they, cause that's a very serious show. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. That's a, it's uh to, to you know to cut out a little bit of the tension 
because it's a great <laughs> show, but it's stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but current shows, uh, I don't. Uh, Roxy is obviously much more well versed in the current uh, TV. Yeah, oh, somebody mentioned Succession earlier. I feel like that would be a wild one because watching rich people throw parties it, like brings back the Gossip Girl days where it's like when money's not an obstacle for anybody mm-hmm. and you see what it is they do and people's extravagant costumes. But as Steph was doing her op, her voice, I kind of thought about Bridgerton. Like, what would a <laughs> what would a Halloween party look like on Bridgerton? Did they? When does Halloween start getting celebrated? Like, I don't even know if back right. in the day people celebrated Halloween. Like, I feel like every party they have is a masquerade party. But if instead we see them like dressed up in full blown costumes, that would be sick. I don't know for sure, but I'm gonna hazard a guess that we don't get like Halloween as we know it until candy companies exist. <laughs> And yeah. before that, it's just like harvest festivals and stuff like that. Although, wow, you look, are you saying that there's consumerism for Halloween as well? I'm just, listen, I'm just counter? suggesting it. I'm just suggesting. Oh, I, oh I'm going to throw that meme at you that says, oh, I see you criticize society, yet you participate in it. <laughs> oh. Well, but at least it's it, I mean, what we do in... That's true. What we do in the shadows had Halloween episodes, so that's already there. I, and also, I mean, that's an entire Halloween show. Yeah, yeah I love that show. one too. Well, oh speaking God, of Halloween shows that I also think excelled at their Halloween episodes, early seasons of um, American Horror Story always had like a Halloween episode that was always like the big. It was always like a two parter, um, and especially in the first two seasons, and they were always like the the ah. Uh, uh, definitely season one, it was the best episode of the season. I was going to say it was the best episode of season two, but they also had their Christmas episode with Murder Santa, and that's definitely the best episode of season two. <laughs> Ian McShane is You know what other Santa show is. had good Halloween episodes? I don't know if anyone deep watched this. South Park, Jack and Crack, yeah, which definitely. we... That is such a funny... Uh, weird idea that I I don't do crack um, but if I ever did it would be in the South Park world on Jack and Crack (laughs) give it a world world goals give it a world we're gonna give a hard narcotics a whirl (laughs) hard narcotics (laughs) let's give addiction a whirl what's the worst that could happen that's how we go viral one of us dies (laughs) oh my god honestly I was thinking about that D when we were talking about the bungee jumping and I was thinking like I really don't want to die that way but if I did I feel like YouTube would get so famous that like you know. that's what I was thinking when we were talking about like you know who would who would be the final girl in a horror movie I was like that's how I'd be okay with sacrificing myself if you guys went viral. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. go really big. Wait, did you did you all do an episode where you asked yourselves which of you would be the final girl? Uh, Everyone voted D. Yeah. I mean, that, it was that it was a bummer because it was hard to combat. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, that's the part that makes me not want to address the question it's like yeah. I, I know the answer i guess and that's you, hard even dj just asking that brought up old wounds sorry <laughs> so sorry so sorry <laughs> DJ, i lost too soon by too soon. so much mm-hmm. i mean i i received like just uh, like 65 percent of the vote said that i would die first or something it was it was really tough it is an interesting experiment watching because uh we watched halloween kills around the same time i was playing the old resident evil 7 game which is a horror game and so you start thinking about what you would do in that and i would be really bad in horror movies because um it's light spoilers for halloween kills when we meet uh, big john and little john and they see like the bloody handprint and they're like, well, I guess I'm investigating. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm out of the house. I'm out oh, of the house. Yeah. I'm out of the house and I'm setting it on fire as I go. Like I'm, yes. I'm fucking out of there. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't that mean I you mean, live? 
You would live that. Yeah, I know. But then the movie would be because we're not rooting for the people in those slasher movies. We're rooting for the killer. Come on. Of course. No, no. Just in this movie because no, it was a bad movie, DJ. <laughs> just in I, this movie, all the characters were stupid in this one movie, not in every horror movie. The I, fact that I hate death, I like hate watching violence. And I was like, I actually, I'll like this movie more if all these people die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, halfway through, we were like, "Get him, Michael!" Yeah, it is, yeah. We don't. I'm, I was gonna go off on a, a off track on Halloween Kills because I still have so many fucking questions. But anyway, uh, we got a question here from SDS twenty eighty four. Worst sexy Halloween costume you've ever seen? And I like this question because I know Gizmodo does like a does a segment like every year. Where like, here's all the fucking weird sexy costumes. And normally, you know, the usual suspects because what do Halloween costumes? market sexy costume suits women predominantly uh but the one this year that really that that just uh shocked me uh was there's this sexy buzz lightyear costume uh that's basically like just just like the the like top part of the armor and like a thong saw that and it was like well listen that's progress is what i'm gonna say to that exactly dj exactly i used to get so upset uh back when like in my 20s and when i was like in college and i would be like how dare you dress as like sexy elmo you know that's that's not okay but not for the kids but i was just like how dare you do this to sesame street and now i'm like oh i saw like a sexy mr rogers costume that is hilarious mm-hmm. and that's basically the world girls brand so i'm like it's fine it's fine we accept it but, but i'm glad that the dudes are getting naked too though listen but. you got to you got to you know what i mean uh uh yeah uh, uh you got to make the uh, general male audience be able to look in costumes and be like no i couldn't pull that off um yeah. Yeah, and guys like don't have to have the fear of being like groped or assaulted like if i was a guy this is the one time you can like wear a speedo and like make it a costume hell yeah i would speedo i would be borat in that speedo that would be like the best <laughs> costume ever but I saw the most ridiculous costume yesterday. I'm looking for costumes online. It's a like sexy new dress that basically looks like you're naked in it. Yeah. And a headband with a fucking shot. And it's the vaccine. That's what the costume is. Uh. <laughs> a vaccine. <laughs> oh she showed it to me. It was really bad because it was also like extremely expensive. Of course it is. And of course, it, because all that stuff is the, they're just trying to make money off of those people. That's all it yeah. is. I mean, I've definitely seen some like racist, sexy costumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like sex. Uh, there was a sexy fortune cookie. There's always <laughs> like sexy um, native American outfits that like people wear full blown headdresses for and, and things. There's uh, um, I saw a sexy Donald Trump last year. I don't know if I can call that racist, but it feels it in my soul. Uh, it feels wrong. Yeah. What is sexy Donald Trump? So th- those are some bad ones. Like the sexy baby ones. I'm like, it's a baby. Yeah, this is yeah. weird. This is weird. You're- but I want that stuff. People are into weird things. Like that's uh that's uh you know if people go- like don't ever Google uh, diaper porn. Do not yeah. because that's like it's not even it's not child porn it is just people into diaper stuff it's really bizarre but you know we don't kink shame so no um, we don't but sometimes i want to have you all weird. have you all i don't know why this is flashing me back to this also back in the source fed days we used to do videos called, that were reddit 50 50 have you all ever seen reddit 50 50 
No. Okay. No. So it's it's basically people post these links and you click on it and I think it randomizes. You'll either get something like oh puppies playing, or like you you'll literally see somebody die on camera. Um, and I remember because because mostly at SourceFed I was behind the camera. I would film some of these things and edit them, and then the host would always be like, man, that was really tough. And I was like, what are you talking about? It's just videos. And then I w- participated in one, and you, I literally came out of it with my heart racing because you just see some shit. You're like, oh, fuck. I wasn't, I wasn't meant to know such things. Like, I didn't need to. I didn't need that. So I just throwing that out there. Maybe you could give that a whirl. Oh. I kind of like that. That's a good idea. I like That's that. Well, after your pitch, I'm a little bit worried, but yeah. worried. I, I mean, guess if it's worrying me, that's the good. That's good. You'll you'll definitely see some traumatizing things, but listen, that's such as life, right? So yeah. we saw Halloween Kills. I'm pr- prepared to view almost anything. So, uh, last question. You know, only stupid answers. We love our superheroes here. The the audience loves superheroes. So we got a new guy asks, what horror movie icon would make the best superhero if their morals got flipped to good? And I think this is a good question because, you know, when you watch, especially like slasher movies, in a lot of ways, if you're a superhero fan, it's like, oh, yeah, this is if there was a supervillain in the world, but like nobody out there to stop him. Like just Michael Myers gets to just kill him indiscriminately. Yeah. Ooh, that's a fun question. Is there a horror movie icon that would, if you flip their morals, would make a good superhero? Freddy Krueger. Can you imagine him showing up in Thor's dreams? Like, knock, knock, bitch. I'm going to snap you out of reality with these nails. <laughs> that would be amazing. He's, yeah, he instead of going to Dr. Like Strange, a... he's hanging out with Freddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... He sounded more like Scary Terry from uh, Rick and Morty stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> Which Jigsaw? is the parody of Freddy. That's yeah. so funny. I feel like if, if Jigsaw could use his powers for good. That's a good then, one. Then he would have a, be able to really help. Yeah. <laughs> And confused people. Yeah. What's the game? Um, I mean, I got to, I was actually leaning towards Freddy at first, but I got to go with a pinhead from Hellraiser because he's basically he doesn't fear god right like yeah. like they're everybody in in the that franchise is all powerful and like imagine like you know the torture that that they would do to the bad people that would be kind of cool yeah i would so like to see that the the kenobites and pinhead are so steph never watch a hellraiser movie if you didn't like halloween <laughs> kills don't ever don't ever watch a hellraiser movie oh um, come on the first one's great the first one is really good it's really good but it is it is like uh uh it's graphic it is the hellraiser yeah. the hellraiser franchise is, is uniquely graphic in the horror movie canon but i like um uh i because i rewatched the original Candyman recently because of the new Candyman. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting because uh, it's the same creator as Hellraiser. And it's just interesting how those movies kind of just operate on a different level than other other like slasher. Because they're not slasher movies, but like I feel like they get lumped in with that. Um, anyway. Yeah. No, yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. Like I, that's definitely one of the franchises is that as a kid, I was like, I don't know if I can finish watching this. And then I had to when I was more grown up. Clyde Barker, man, his yeah. mind is incredible. Yeah, he does, he's, he does really great stuff. Uh, and But I like the idea of Pinhead as a, as a superhero because it's definitely one of those like, fuck, man, you'd never commit a crime again. Like, well, I got to uh, I fuck up. I face Pinhead. I'm going straight. <laughs> exactly. Do I look like I care what God cares? What God thinks? Come on. I feel like so I've good. seen a picture of Pinhead. I'm going to look him up. Well, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. They're doing a Hellraiser show, and um, the they now cast a female actress to play Pinhead, which will be really 
uh, interesting. But yeah, I, I do recommend for horror fans. I recommend the first Hellraiser a lot. I think it's really good. But if, again, if you, if Halloween kills was too much for you, I it maybe avoid Hellraiser. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at the images. I think I'm good to go. Yeah. For the rest of my life, <laughs> or maybe give it a whirl. Who's to say? Listen, I don't know. I think you should. So those are the, that's those are. It's the spooky season. That's our Halloween chat. Before we go, before the main episode ends, remind everybody where they can find you. Roxy, we'll start with you like normal, and then we'll just go down the line where they where they can find you. What they should be looking out for. Everywhere at Roxy's Dryer, and then I tell you. But you can find us at the World Girls or YouTube.com slash the World Girls. Boom, Darina. Uh, what Roxy said please uh, check us out we have a lot of fun there we're slowly growing subscribers and we have the best community online other than this one of course I was going to say uh, and all, yeah, other than DJ uh, but also um, I am got very lucky and and in a docu-series on Shudder that's coming out uh, called Behind the Monsters uh, that's literally about all of these uh, uh, characters that we've been talking about uh, Chucky, Pinhead, Freddy, yeah. etc and I'm in this documentary with like Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen and like that's Don really Mancini. Cool. It's a dream come true. So so check that out. It's coming out on Shutter next week. Yeah, that's okay. really rad. And also, I, I would just generally recommend Shutter. They've got really, if, if you're a horror yeah. fan, they've got really good content and they curate it in a really cool way. So like, if you're interested in checking out Giallo or any more obscure horror genres, Shutter's got you covered. And that's really it's fucking cool. Giallo, Giallo uh, director, Italian no. horror director. Yeah, that's it, what I or, was no, sorry, not director, uh, Italian uh, jo- uh, horror genre. Yes. So like Suspiria, yes, like by Dario Argento. That's a Gallo movie. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, anyway, so you check all that out, and it's amazing that you're in a documentary on there, Steph. Just I was all over social media at Steph Sabra, but DJ, thanks for having us on. This show's awesome. Also, your backdrop, your whole brick wall is sick as hell. He has this is his studio. Like he Holy is shit. Awesome. that's why I keep telling you guys I want to do this brick. Mm-hmm. I mean, that looks amazing. I know. But so good. Like, I want to go shopping in there. Yeah, it's but it's uh, all uh, an illusion. It's all camera angles. If if you if no, the camera moved, it looks good if the person. camera moved an inch this way or an inch this way, the illusion is broken. <laughs> And I'm so in good. the illusion. I'm in there. Especially the, the Army of Darkness uh, poster. There. I love this poster. This poster still confuses me to this day. The Just the so many weird, like there's got a, uh, anyway, whatever. I love this poster. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, for uh, fans of this show, of course, if you want the full two-hour discussion, you can check that out at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Again, I'm starting a new Patreon-exclusive show where Sal from Comic Pop and I go through the Spider-Man movies. That's starting this week. So you can also check that out at Patreon. Um, you can find this show everywhere that matters at Only Stupid Answers, but on Twitter. Yank out the vowels from stupid. And you can find me at DJ Talks Trash. Thank you all again for being on the show today i really appreciate it It was great having you on this was an incredible discussion everybody go check out world girls go give them some love go follow everybody uh that are part of the world girls and uh thank you all for joining us this week and we'll see you all next week bye-bye